0: to this Time to Lead podcast where leaders come together to grow and get better. My name is Fred and I'm your host and your mental growth coach and I'm so ready to make a difference in the lives of our listeners. We believe that before you can lead others, you must first lead yourself. So on this podcast, we focus on self-leadership. Today's topic is leading through a crisis and we got a real special guest. Actually, he's I say special guest, but he's our first guest on <laughs> the show, which is awesome, you know. And uh, I'm so honored to feature and introduce to you Mr. Siandre Gosa, who is a young leader, husband, minister. And I'm going to share with you his bio, brag on him a little bit. And I'm going to uh, actually bring him on and just uh, introduce him to you guys so you can see how powerful and how awesome he is. And we're going to have a conversation about our, about our topic, Leading Through a Crisis Pandemic pivot or perish change or be changed let me talk about Siandre first Siandre was born di- january 1st 1988 that's new year's <laughs> in wilburton delaware to robin gosa and the late clarence butler it was the desire of his grandmother the late nina gosa for him to attend a christian school and to attain a christian education he attended and graduated from fairwinds christian school also while attending Fairwinds Christian School, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Siandre re- received several Christian character awards and also the pastor's award while at Fairwinds. After graduating high school, Siandre went on to attend college at Delaware State University, where he obtained his Bachelor of Science degree in information technology, a fellow technology guy, yes, during his freshman year at Delaware State University. Siandre met the love of his life, Miss Tanisha Tonyell, and they were united in holy matrimony on September 21st, 2014. On April 19th, 2015, Siandre was ordained a deacon at Friendship Baptist Church. 2 years later, Siandre goes Siandre accepted the call into ministry and on March 5th, 2017, he was licensed as a minister of the gospel at Friendship Baptist Church under the leadership of Reverend Dr. Benjamin Caldwell, senior pastor of Friendship Baptist Church. Siandre is now a minister and youth leader at Living Grace Worship Cathedral under the leadership of Bishop Jeffrey Broughton Sr. and executive pastor Dawn Broughton. Siandre is presently employed with the Delaware River and Bay Authority as an associate network systems engineer. He enjoys fellowshipping with the youth, and he is, his desire is to be used by the Lord in every area of his life. He enjoys sharing with others the goodness of the Lord, encouraging people, and sharing God's word. And I couldn't wait to get this young millennial on the show. Welcome to this Time to Lead podcast. See, Andre, what's going on, my friend? What's going on? What's <laughs> going on? How are you? Thank you for me on. Yeah, it. you almost trying to figure out who that was, weren't you? It's <laughs> 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 now kind of weird hearing all that what you've done right
1: man it's 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 something it's it's, it's, humbling.
0: it's humbling yeah yeah absolutely so just let's let's start off for those who don't who don't don't know who you are i know i gave you the bio but just 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 give a little background and tell us about yourself
1: well yeah as you said my name is siandre gosa you know born and raised in wilmington delaware i'm married to my beautiful wife tonisha gosa um, you know, I've always been a tech enthusiast, you know, and I've always been in the church. So it kind of just, uh, just went hand in hand because now, you know, I work in technology, but I also help with technology needs at, at my current church, Living Grace Worship Cathedral. Nice. And so, um, just a young man, just trying to just do, do the best that I can do and be the best version of me that I can be, you know, um, just serving, um, fellowshipping and just, you know, enjoying the life that God has given. me. So I can't really say it's hard to kind of uh, talk about yourself because you, yeah. know, you don't sound too, 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 uh, you know, bragging on yourself, but I just thank God really, you know, on what he has allowed me to see and do, you know, so, um, you know, went to Dell State, um, mm-hmm. got my bachelor's of, um, science and information technology. Okay. Um, and really just, you know, it just been, it's a faith journey. You yeah. Know? I've been just taking it one day at a time. So.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, how, how did you get started in your career? Why, why'd you want to get, you know, what, what actually inspired you to get started in the tech side?
1: Well, and I was younger. I was always interested in gadgets and how they <laughs> work. You know, I was a uh, avid gamer when I okay. was younger. You know, All my right. first you know um, system was like a Nintendo. You know? Oh yeah. So it went from actually um, wanting to play the games to wanting to know how it worked. Mm. And so then that really kind of just put me in the path of you know wanting to learn more about technology when I was eleven. Um, I ended up building my own computer at a um, at a summer camp, a summer youth camp. Mm-hmm. Building my own computer, my first very computer. Wow, know, back the Pentium processors were the processor, we didn't have our i sevens and our i nines. We had Pins. no, no. <laughs> I remember that? It was that. like a big deal back then. <laughs> exactly. Um, so when I got that, it, that just kind of just you know fired me up a little bit more, you know, to want to know how things work. And then um, went to Dell State. You know, took programming classes, and things like that. But what really stuck out was um, networking for me. I really enjoyed, you know, networking equipment, knowing how things connect, especially in the day and age that we live now. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's so advanced. Information is just like flying left and right. So knowing how those things work and also knowing how to manage that. So I went to Dell State, got my bachelor of science degree in information technology. And then I also later on throughout the years got my certification in Cisco um, as a CCNA. Mm. Um and so now I'm certified to um configure and troubleshoot network equipment. Nice. And you know, now I'm at the Delaware River and Bay Authority as an associate network systems engineer. So and I recently actually um got that position. Um actually spend it's been like uh, it's actually almost been a year now. Yeah, oh so. man, congratulations <laughs> on that. That's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it went yeah. by fast, didn't it? <laughs> it did go by fast. I had to think about it for a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But
1: it it just started from there, and it just started from one thing to another. Trying to figure out what you like, and then wanting to know how you know it works, and then it kind of developed into your passion. It started developing something that you know was fun to do. You oh, know, outside fun. of
0: just you know doing it for a, you know a paycheck. That's awesome, man. You explained to me exactly what your passion is. And I'm you know, I can speak that language. I'm a fellow tech guy. I've just been doing it for 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But I seen it go all the way from the eight track players. And you talk about uh Nintendo. I, I'm talking about the old Atari. I don't know if you ever Atari. Seen that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I started at. So you know, so you probably you see I kinda like handed that baton to you, was so, okay, go ahead, see Andre. take that. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So, so let me just ask, uh, so, uh, you know, ba- based on, I, it looks like that you found, you, you're able to work, God bless you, to be able to work into your passion, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, so would you say that the networking piece is your sweet spot? Well, it's interesting because um, just getting into the field,
1: um, especially getting into the actual position, because I had to work hard to get to that position, um, I'm now finding it to be my sweet spot. And so what happens is that, you know, you find it just like anything you find it you get to it and then now you kind of like all right what do i do now i want more of it because i want to be a professional i want to be literally uh efficient in every area of my career right. so you know one of those things was that you know i had to find that knack and i've, I've had that knack you know ever since college like as far as you know wanting to learn networking mm-hmm. so once i put in the work and that's important I put in the work to get the certification putting in work to get the experience you know, that's when I really felt like this, this is like that sweet spot for me because I really, I really appreciated it more because I had to work harder for it.
0: Right. Right. I see what you're saying.
1: Because, you know, in college, you know, we took the courses and everything like that, but it really, you had to get that certification and that experience. Yeah. And so, you know, my job afforded me the opportunity to be able to take the test and to go to training, multiple trainings to prepare myself for the career opportunity. And so, yeah, I would say that I definitely found my sweet spot, but I'm going to answer that differently. It doesn't mean that that's the end all like there's still more I want to do. It actually gives you another, another, um, hunger for, you know, that specific area and beyond, you know? So like, you don't just stop there. You keep on trying to better yourself. You keep on trying to improve yourself and keep learning. So that's pretty much, you know, how I can answer that question is that, you know, I found the sweet spot, but I'm still inspired to go further and beyond that.
0: That's good. That's, that's what I love to hear, man. Cause it's like, it's like that. This is not all I can do. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's good. So, mm-hmm. um, on my topic today, leading through a crisis, uh, you know, we, of course, we talk about the pandemic, and in and, and March, everything just hitting. I'm sure, uh, even yeah. in your um, in your uh, in, in the job, things have changed. I know for me, you know, I've been working this job for about eight years, and I went from you know having to drive the Jersey. So now I'm going to be home until January. Thank God, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just crazy. So, you know, in leading through a crisis, uh, leaders respond differently. And, and, and sometimes they respond in a way that is questionable. And sometimes uh, uh, su- some leaders get exposed because of the fact that, you know, they, they are not responding favorably, especially when they got a team. So let me just ask you this. Um, when, the first, when the pandemic first hit, how did you respond to it?
1: How did I respond to it? Well... It was definitely, you know, one of those things where I I didn't expect it to be what it is today. Yeah. So my response to it was I took it very seriously, but I was like, wow, this really took a turn. Yeah. And what really also made made it take a really big turn was when I tested positive for COVID-19. Wow. That was big because, you know, my, my job and everything, I had job security. So there wasn't a concern about me losing my job. Thank right. God you know, there's, yep. there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs during this pandemic. Sure. Um, when it first started, you know, we, we laid out a game plan and we started to work remotely, yep. you know, and you know, that worked for not, you know, being exposed to this, this virus, this pandemic. Okay. But, um, you know, there were times where I had to go into the office mm-hmm. because dealing with network equipment, you can't always do it remotely. You have to be there to troubleshoot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, I come home, you know, still feeling great and everything like that. Um, and we don't even know necessarily how you know this 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 thing. We're all trying to figure out how it started. We are. It's it's yeah. It's we don't really know.
0: Absolutely. But, you know,
1: just contracting getting getting that news was tough. You know, yeah. um, because you hear so much.
0: Yep. About. What's you don't know who to believe. You really don't know who to believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: you hear about people being on ventilators mm-hmm. and things like that. So right. as a leader, as a husband and everything like that, um, it really kind of took me back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, my faith was still strong. I believe that God can and God will, and he did heal me. But it was Amen. just tough because, you know, now you have to isolate yourself. And then you still have to still figure out how to lead in the middle of a pandemic. Right, right. To provide in a pandemic, you know, like. things like that so um it really kind of just took me back and it, it reminded me to you know be grateful but yeah i mean i definitely took it seriously and i was like okay well what are we going to do because you can't stay in that 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 area of fear you mm-hmm. still have to push forward you know but you have to use wisdom and so i just continued to work remotely still try to figure out ways to re you know innovate and reinvent myself you know yeah. keep pushing keep striving you know so you know, it, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely surprising that this pandemic turned out to be what it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So let me just, let me ask this. I I, I thank God that you're that you healed from it and it ain't never coming back. I just thank God I, for that. I can tell you that. What, what did you learn from the experience?
1: Wow. So that's, that's, that's a really good question because, you know, after I can, I can re- recall the time when I literally just got off the phone with um, the doctor's office and they told me that I had contracted COVID-19 and I literally was sitting in a room just like, just thinking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, thinking about, okay, well, what do I do next? What yeah. does this mean? What does the next two weeks mean? Um, and what it taught me, and I'm going to go spiritual, is that it literally yep. taught me to be still.
0: And know that He is God. That's true. Just, he, so, just so you know, this is this. That's okay, because I believe in God, I believe in Jesus Christ, and yes, you ain't got power for it. Now, I'm, now I don't apologize for it. So go, oh, go yeah. right yeah. ahead. Oh yeah. <laughs> like,
1: firstly, it taught me be still and know sure. that He is God, and literally, He took a situation like that where I contracted something. I couldn't be around anybody. I couldn't, you know, um, be out in and, and fellowship with family to the point where it got me into a room. Literally, a, you know, I'm looking at four, four walls. Four walls, yeah. Really, yeah, it's yeah, me yeah. and God, you know? And, yeah. you know, he gave me peace that, you know, everything was gonna be all right. Yes, I had, had days where I didn't feel my best.
0: Sure, sure. It
1: literally It literally had gave me the opportunity to not, not only be still, but to also listen. Mm. And then also to be able to think about, okay, what to do after this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. who can I, you know, encourage, what can I learn yeah. from this time? Because things don't stop, you know, when things happen like this, you know, time doesn't stop. It doesn't, doesn't <laughs> right. like everything keeps moving forward. <laughs> That's right. And so literally I had to take myself out of thinking about myself it, and it sounds funny that way, but stop thinking about myself and thinking about, okay, at the end of this, who can I encourage? Mm. Who can I? Who can I uplift? Who can I yeah. tell that you know what? No matter what, you will make it. You know, no matter what you're going through, what obstacles you may be facing, whether it's pandemic or whether it's financial, yeah. you're going to get through it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because a lot of the times we can take something that looks um, to be like a giant and give up, but you know, giants fall, mm-hmm. and so we have to get past that, and we have to literally just get our minds focused and just know that you know we'll get through this. You know, and that's been the encouraging fact. That's what I learned is that, you know, um, I have purpose. I learned that I had purpose. That's one of the one things I know, you know, and I always knew I had purpose. Yeah. But when it comes to something that literally could be life-threatening mm-hmm. and you're still here, that's mm-hmm. how you know that, you know, I, I still have work to do.
0: Absolutely. I, I know
1: that I still have somebody to connect with. I know that there's, there's still some jobs. Me to do to encourage somebody else to get to the next level to provide for my family to to create generational wealth. So it's not over for me. That's but this right. is just a test, a testimony. And mm. so I really just learned that literally God is with me. I You know, I, it just re-solidified my you know everything that He told me, everything that you know He did for me. And then also it just reminded me that at least I still have stuff to do. Yes, you know, I still Absolutely. a lot of living to do. You know, so. You know, be encouraged. You know, it's it's not it's not going to take you out. You
0: know, absolutely, absolutely. And I want everybody that's listening right now, everybody that's out there, to just definitely listen to what Sienna' just talking about. Cause there's different people, you know, who have have, have different experiences. But I, I just think that you know, having that mindset that it is going to be all right and trusting in God because he's the final answer. No, yeah. TV's not, be, you know, the president's not going to be it. Nobody's going to be the final answer, to you, but, but you, you can trust in him. So I, yes. I think that's very important. That, that's really what good. I'm, I'm just so glad that you are able to get through that. So let me ask you this. Let's talk about character, because you're yeah. a, young, a young millennial, and yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff out there that's, that's a little questionable as far as characters is concerned for, for that age group. And for some reason, I love millennials, but for season, they, they beat you up. Why do you think they beat millennials up so much as far as character? Um.
1: I think it's because (laughs) I think it's because um, millennials have a different way of expression. Okay. Um, and you know, sometimes we get caught up in the way things used to go, Mm -hmm. but this, what this pandemic has definitely taught us is that, you know, you have to be able to change and um, I, I won't say adapt, but you have to be willing to adjust. That is people perfect. You need to learn how to adjust. <laughs> like you will have to adjust your lifestyle. Like you know, literally, you know, you see nowadays people are trying to find different ways of income. But if you look at some of these millennials out here, they're doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It may not be the way they used to do it back then, or it may not be. But it's it, this. Everybody's talking about. I can't wait to get back to 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 normalcy. I can't get <laughs> back. No, there's a new normal that's happening. And I think that it gets, I think it just gets, it gets lost in translation because they look at millennials, they beat the millennials up like, why do y'all do this? Y'all shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, granted, like everything that, you know, everybody does, you know, you know, everything ain't for everybody. But what I will say is that millennials, they have a way of thinking outside the box. Mm -hmm. You know, I I lead, uh, I lead a, a, a group of young people who are faith-filled, who are encouraged, who are driven, and they teach me stuff each and every time we get together. Wow. And so, shout out to Regeneration, by the way. That's the that's the young people. That's our that's our uh, youth ministry. But nice. like, they teach me something every day. Like, they don't stop. This pandemic don't stop them. That's mm. even like, for example, if I can really answer your question this way, some people are like, well, these millennials, they're not listening. They're kind of doing their own thing. And some of them, yes, continue to wear your mask and things like that. But they don't stop grinding for what mm. they want. Mm. They don't stop going after what they want. I have college students that are in college right now and they're dealing with this pandemic and they're having to readjust how mm. they how they school, how they get to their jobs, how they make money, but they're doing it. Yeah, They're finding different ways outside of the normal way mm-hmm. to get what they need to get done. And I think that sometimes millennials get beat up because I think they're a little bit misunderstood in the way that they do things because their mindset is different. It's like it's it's literally like they're they they're, they're they they are they are rewired to think differently, and thinking differently is not
0: wrong. Nope. You know, Apple, Apple is not wrong. Think about it. Apple thought differently, and that's why we got the iPhone.
1: Exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah,
1: we need. We, we need we need we um, need individuals to think differently. I mean, of yeah. course, you know, um, be wise. You know, do the right thing. Sure, um, sure. You know, but and, and continue to maintain a good character. Yes, character is important in your life, yeah. but don't don't compromise your character. You know, for for likes, on Instagram. Be ah, you. Yeah. You know, be innovative. You know, think outside the box, mm-hmm. but don't compromise. You know, your 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 faith. Don't compromise. Um, you know, your character because it's easy to get caught up in the numbers, the money, and things like that. Because you know. It's, that's the world, but you know, we're in the world,
0: but out of the world, absolutely. I, I appreciate that, and and big shout out to your youth group. I know that's that's an exciting thing. I, I actually were <laughs> actually, you know, before the pandemic, I've been mentoring over at AI DuPont, and I, it's different because I got five children. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, before I went over there mentoring them, I just it was just it was just once a week for half an hour, but I realized, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, your aunt is today, and that she's over there too, as well. And so, it's like I realized that even though you know there's just a half an hour. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's just so big for them. That mm. half an hour I get to spend with them. And cause it's like, I'm talking to my own kids. They ain't listening. And then you have somebody else that's soaking it up. But I think for me it was more of, you know, going to work and doing business. is one thing is, 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 is this level of success, but doing that kind of work to me is more, more, more significance, kind of fulfillment. Cause I know that I can share with somebody that can make them, you know, n- know more, earn, learn more, be more, do more, and be encouraged. So I, I, this, I just appreciate you being a leader of those young people because it's really, really important. And uh, we're in a social media field world, and everybody's put, putting up what they think they are or, or mm-hmm. they You know, so, so, do you think that with social media, um, uh, do you think that because of the technology, you and I can appreciate the technology? you would think that technology would bring us closer. Do you think technology has brought us more closer or not? I think it's hybrid. I think it has.
1: I think it has brought us closer, Okay, but I think in some senses um, it has divided us. um, and the reason I say that is because sometimes you think about it generationally, you know, some people don't understand it. And so, of course, they shy away from it. So yeah. it kind of bridges a little gap a little bit. But um, as far as technology, I think I, w- I would like to say that it's brought us closer because now we can, you know, um, express ourselves um you know, in a different way, we can reach out in a different way, you know, whereas to, you know, these different platforms that you have today, like we can go live now. Like, it you know, it's, it doesn't take a whole bunch. It doesn't take a, 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 a studio. studio. Yeah. A yeah. Contract. You don't need
0: this behind me. You don't need this. Right. Behind me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, you know, you, you don't, you don't need like this. You don't need a, a contract with, you know, Warren brothers. <laughs> you literally can start open your phone, open your laptop, yeah, one yeah. button and you can put out your content. You can put out, you know, your product, you can put out, your um, expressions or your yeah, feelings yeah. and yeah. for the masses to see. Yes, And that's why I think that it does bring us together. But then on the flip side of that, when you express yourself and when you become vulnerable and get on a live you now are open to critics. Mm. You are now open to negativity. Because so, as you can see in our world, now yeah. you have to go into detail, even on the politics, that everybody's not gonna like what you post and they're gonna express that that's right. in the comments. That's, that's why right. you have to have thick skin to mm, read the mm, comments, my right?
0: But yeah. uh,
1: it's, it's like this, it's like, you know, we are definitely um I think we're definitely together, especially with all that's going on right now when it comes to um racial equality, yep. um when it comes to um, you know, political things, when it comes to um um, you know, um the brutality that's going on, you know, it's bringing us closer because now instead of having to get a platform, you can create your own platform to express yourself. Yes, yes. You know, I can I can reach out and encourage somebody and say, Listen, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you know, you will get through this. I know that if you had a rough time and it it, it brings people, it, it connects with some people. It really mm-hmm. it, it really just um it hits home for some people. Mm-hmm. So I think that technology really does help connect people. That's Absolutely. the whole point of it. Yeah. It's the point right? of it. If you can literally see like the lines, you know, um, of, 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 of interfaces or like the little, the little chat bubbles on people's phones, like to have the commercials do. Yeah. 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 Connected and we're connected faster now. Yep. You know, we know Across how- the world. Yeah, we don't have True. to we don't have to write a letter, pay stamps. You know, we can literally just come up <laughs> on our phone and reach out to people, right? I mean stamps are still good and all that's that. Right, that's right, that's right. Email somebody or mm-hmm. FaceTime somebody and connect with people. So I think it does bring us together. But like mm-hmm. I said, on the flip side, you know, some people aren't um aren't, some some people aren't with it. And then also too. Um, with the negativity that's out here in the world, people yeah. you know can can turn a good thing into a bad thing, and then yeah. you have life. You have envy.
0: You have hate. So. Always, always, always it to the ocean. You know, there's some days you go to the ocean and, you, and it's a beautiful day, and yeah. you put your feet in the water, and everything's mm-hmm. great, and you, the waves are cool. But you try mm-hmm. to go out there when it's a perfect storm. It's gonna be a whole different ocean out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, (laughs) you ain't gonna make it. So, so it's kind of like you know, same same water, but just different times. And like you said, you got to be able to kind of work on yourself to the point where you know how to deal with attitude, you know how to deal with negativity, and to be able to turn it around so that doesn't affect you. Because it's tough. Because everybody's emotional. Everybody's emotional. I mean, um, it's just great, and it's it's kind of it's kind it's kind of it's kind of enhanced, of course, on social media. But that's all more reason why you got to really, really get to know who you are, know what your triggers are, and stay away from things that, that that cause you being able to do things like that. You know, so that's, that's really super important. important. Mm-hmm. So let me let me ask you this: who who has who has been your biggest influence in your life? Oh man, I mean, I can I can I can list
1: you know, <laughs> I can list a lot of people. You know, my family. I can list yep. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, influences and of course of course i would number one have to say god has influenced me in many ways you know, okay sure. mm-hmm. um but um in addition to god um i would definitely say um my mother mm-hmm. my mother has been a big influencer for me awesome. um she has taught me hard work she has taught me to to um work hard and you know and, and always work hard um and she showed me how her hard work and her sacrifice yeah. Afforded me the ability to have a great education, and it has motivated me to push further. And you know, and I appreciate her so much for that because you know, without that, you know, I could have been another, you know, a knucklehead, you know, misunderstood, you know, felt like I'm counted out, felt like I, I, I wasn't worth anything. I could be out here on the street. I could be out here in jail. I could be six feet under. Yeah. But I had a mother who prayed. I had a mother who who worked hard to give me the best, and so I would definitely say um she is definitely an influencer um also my wife Nice. oh my gosh you know people, it may, it makes it may, it may it may be cliche you know when you hear people um speak um you know about marriage and say oh it's so good, but listen it comes from experience literally I'll be celebrating six years of um my of
0: marriage. God. It's more marriage longer than, than me, me. First, you know <laughs> <Dragon> and, <laces. laughs>
1: and and when I tell you that you know going through life yeah with her has been amazing, you know, mm. because we have ups and downs. I'm not going to say that we it's been perfect. You know, yeah. we've had ups Nothing and downs. Is. You know, we've, had, we've had to deal with things. We've had to struggle with things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can literally remember a, even a recent time where I was just kind of just mentally drained. Mm. But when I know that she's when – I, when I see that smile on her face, when I see yeah. – you know, um, when when I, when I make her laugh, when she makes me laugh, it it makes everything go away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, you know, hun, I know you're probably on here, listener, you'll be, you know, I I appreciate you, you know, um, because you have really helped me get through, you know, you really push me. And that's the thing. She pushes me, Mm -hmm. you know, she motivates me to go further, you know, don't, don't just, don't just settle. Just keep going forward. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, listen, I can go down the list, but I'm going to mention, I'm going to mention one other person, Mm -hmm two people actually but I'm going to group them together my my bishop and my executive pastor amen Jeffrey Jeffrey Broughton senior and executive pastor Don Broughton they listen they have taught me so much because I've literally I've been at Living Grace Worship Cathedral for a year now okay and they've they've taken me and my wife you know fully underneath their wing and even in just this year, they've taught me so much about, you know, staying grounded, walking by faith and not by sight, working mm-hmm. together, getting through, praying through. And so they have literally um, helped me to grow better, not only um, physically as, an, you know, as a, as a young leader and as yeah. a man spiritually,
0: you, nice. know,
1: you know, to know that you have leaders behind you and, and with you and they're rooting for you and they're, and they're, you know, they're pushing you to go further in God. Um, it's definitely, um, it's, it's definitely something that listen, like I don't take for granted, you know, to have great leaders, you know, so, um, shout out to them as well. Um,
0: because listen, they have definitely, um, influenced my life in a big way in just a year. Uh, That's, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. Let me ask you this. Um, what, why is personal growth so important to, to a leader? Because
1: you you know what? Because I think personal growth is a catalyst to being a good leader. Mm. I mean, you 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 have. I think you have to push. And you know, the thing I think about leadership is is that leadership. And sometimes people get it confused. Leadership isn't just sitting behind a desk telling people what to do. I know for me as a leader, I want to be out there with the people I'm leading the people yeah. I'm connected to, and I want to show them how to do it. Yeah. I want to be willing to put roll my sleeves up. And get dirty and show them that listen like we can do this together. Yes, um, you know I don't think it's a dictatorship. I mean yes, leader, leaderships, leaders have the ability to definitely you know delegate responsibility. But mm-hmm. I'm more of the leader. Where whereas I'm willing to help you get to to the goal. Get there with him. Trying to get there.
0: Yeah, If yeah. I'm to
1: get there with you. I want to push you too. I want you to push me. You know, and I think that, you know, as being a leader, you know, I think you have to want to personally grow. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you think about it like this, you know, a plant is, is, is you know, you put the seed in the ground, the seed gets watered, the plant starts to grow through the soil. A seed is not just doesn't remain a seed. <laughs>
0: exactly. It doesn't.
1: It, you know, it, it, it ends up blossoming into a flower. Or growing Free, and uh-huh. so you have to always be willing to grow now in that growth process you will go through some times where they're not favorable mm-hmm. storms you will deal with droughts you will deal with times where you're not able to get the nutrients in the soil like you want and in in our lives there will be times where we're blown away you know where are times where we'll be knocked off of our saddle, but we still have to continue to grow you yeah. still to need to push through the soil push through all the storm and the rain to get to the sun and so we really have to really think about our personal development. What do we want? What do we want in life? Do we, mm. you know, do we want to just um, have the nine to five? If that's, if that's what you want, that's cool. That's your own personal growth. But, you know, do you want the personal, do you want the nine to five, but do you also want to have your own business? Do mm. you want to bring in residual income? Do you yes. want to be able to have a business that impacts the world, that changes lives, that helps people get to their goals, that helps people when they're financially broken or spiritually broken? Mm. You know, you have to ask yourself the question. And I think that personal growth is in line with your purpose because yes. personal growth can also show you your purpose. My grandma has always said, you know, um, at her um at her um conferences mm-hmm. and at her um dinners that you know her pain became her purpose. Yes, yes, purpose, mm-hmm. and I think that sometimes when you go through things, that's how you really know. Um, number one, that you're growing, and then but number two, what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. And so Gosh. I think that personal growth. Um, is necessary for a leader. I don't think you should get stagnant. I, don't, I, I, know, I think that you should definitely keep pushing forward, even if in small areas, you
0: know. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Um, I, I appreciate that. That's, that is a great, great answer. And shout out to Sister Dayna, your grandmom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give me a shout out. No, and, 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 and the whole family um, what, what? Let me ask you this. What advice can you give someone who desires to be a leader because you have that leadership background? Learn to serve. mm learn to serve tell me more about that and when
1: i say that um you know a lot of people want the titles of leader or ceo or um you know any any title that can be you know big in the world but you have to start somewhere um and you have to start even if it's just sweeping the broom even if it's just you know um taking out the trash and i'm not just talking about like in the church i'm talk about in any, in any field, like start somewhere, but learn to serve as well. You know, I think as leaders, you know, in, in, in corporate America, anything like that, we can take a page from learning how to serve. And when I say serve, like, I mean, you know, rolling up your sleeves again, I go back to that analogy because I really believe that is that, you know, rolling up your sleeves, you know, in, in your business, you know, with the people that you're working with and, you know, see what they're doing, see how they're feeling, see, see how, how you can help. You know, I know that, you know, in, in your businesses, if you want to be a CEO, there's the CEO level stuff that you have to deal with. But I, I I think it's no problem with coming out of your 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 big chair, your big office to come down and see about your people. Yes. And even when it comes to people that you're leading, you know, um, my young people, you know, seeing how they're doing in school, seeing if there's anything I can do, seeing if, they're, if they need help with anything. You know, if I can provide, you know, a case of water while they're in school, I can bring that to you. There's, there's no little job. You know, there's only, you know helping people get to where they need to be, serving people, you know, I, I take, um, I take, I take satisfaction in, you know, me and my wife's um, time where we've gone to the Sunday breakfast mission. My wife works there nice. and, you know, being able to serve people who um, on Thanksgiving, you know, who may have not ever had a, a home cooked meal or a hot mm. meal, mm. you know, I think you learn so much about leadership in that. Yeah. Um, and the importance of that, because you have to learn how to serve people. Like how, how can I, how can I lead someone and I can't lead myself? Or how can I, how can I um, lead someone and I don't know how to serve people? You know, I have to be a people person to lead people. You know, and the only way you get down, you get to be a people person is if, you know, you actually spend time with people, help people.
0: This is a young man that was born on January 1st, 1988. <laughs> Can you believe, man? I just have so much respect for you, and I appreciate you sharing with us uh, on today, man. Uh, so what book are you reading now, or something that, you, that you've read, that, and something that, you know, one thing that you learned from it?
1: What book am I reading? Actually, currently right now, I'm reading a book called uh, Spiritual Leadership. Mm. um and it's by j oswald saunders okay and um right now of course it's teaching about leadership um so um and one of the things that it talks about um it talks about spiritual leadership and yeah. it says that spiritual leaders or leaders um are sacrificial mm. they are um sacrificial they are um spirit led mm. and then um also i'm trying to remember the last one off the top of my head my Bishop, gonna get me because this is an assignment, by the way, and I'm forgotten.
0: Ah, ah, that's alright. that's okay. We got- um, like to, to be sacrificial,
1: <laughs> there you to be go. Sacrificial, uh, um, and that means like you know, sacrificing of your time and in and, and, and sacrificing, um, even your, your fleshly desires, right, to be able to minister to, to God's people or to even help people, you know. And and I, and I say that again because you know, I think to be a leader, you have to serve, that's and right. so. And then you also had to have a, a discipline, you know, you had to be disciplined, you know, to, to, um, to leading. And so that's one of the things that I've been learning out of this book is definitely how to be a better leader by being sacrificial. I think sacrificial was the big thing. That's why I mentioned it first, because you don't often think about being sacrificial as a leader. You always think about, okay, sometimes maybe what you can get or what you can tell people how to do, to, to
0: get to where you need to be. But like, you know, literally sacrificing your wants and your needs to be yeah. the goal. Yes, absolutely. Well, see, Andre Gosa, man, let me tell you something. I'm excited. I want to thank you for being a part of this Time to Lead podcast, Come on the show, man, and blessing us, man. You are truly a leader. And yes, millennials can be leaders, too. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> so if, uh, if somebody wanted to kind you know, uh, of, you know, get a hold of you as far as, you know, your ministry or even with the youth, how can they get a hold of you? Oh
1: absolutely. You know, I'm I'm on I'm on the, the social media platform, you know, um Siandre on Facebook. Um, okay. you can find me. Um, you can actually you know find me um, through email as well if you want to just directly get me my email address is gosa at iCloud.com. Um, you know, just reach out to me through Facebook. Um, Instagram, I'm on there. Actually, I'm trying to remember what my Instagram name is because I'm on there, but I'm not on there like you know, <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't advertise on there. It's just kind of like my thing. I keep up with family and yeah, friends. Yeah. If, you, if you find me on Instagram or if you, of me, I'm sorry, on Facebook, and you find me on email, I can definitely get those to you. But, yeah, definitely um, email is probably the best way because I always have my phone number. We're connected, right? So I always have my phone on me
0: absolutely man i appreciate you for coming on man it's been an honor and privilege man and i'm telling you i'm looking forward to you doing greater things i'm looking forward to god blessing you with the vision that you have and as long as you keep that kind of mindset and that servant attitude man i can see number big things for you man so god be the glory thank you for having me on i appreciate it i appreciate you you take care of yourself man i'll be talking to you soon i definitely want to have you come back at a later date absolutely let me know this I is mean, our first episode with C Andre Ghost and you and shout out to everybody and do me a favor. I'm going to update the website with the show notes with his information as well on, on the website and C Andre, I'll send this show to you so you can have it for yourself. All right, all right. With you blessed man. I talk to you. See, See you.